Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Tuesday. We are four wide in studio today and nine days away from the Cubs season opener. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, the Kyle Williams, Spring Break, and Cody Del Mendo. Spring And man. for Barb in the chat, Barb, we are live. Yes, Barb. I don't see her in the chat. She's currently live on YouTube at 120. I can't wait for her to come in in like five minutes and be like, are we live? (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Shane Newbank saying, like button, please. Thank you, Shane, for the the reminder. Hit the subscribe. Thank you. Shout out to the person who sent uh, the last review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, more oh. Cody, less Ryan. Oh, My favorite wow. review of oh, all time. Oh, boy. Wait, did he? First shot fired. We haven't In the Art Hold Institute on. of Chicago uh, or in this office. He, he, he like sent that? Like did that? He like sent a review? Yeah, like he that? Liked, like did that. Oh, there like, were a lot like, of likes. Like, like suspects. Like, yeah. It was from a guy named <laughs> Cody Del Smarto. It was from some guy <laughs> named Cody, Patriots. Cody Del Lyco. Cody Del Lyco. Barbara, My favorite part of the Barbara, review was the live. beginning. We are live. Everybody, we're live. <laughs> we Less than five minutes. Out of way, Barb. There we are go. here. Super chat already. Francisco, Francisco Garcia. Garcia. What's it say? Francisco, it's just his name. I can't From read it. Francisco Garcia. Thanks, man. Well, I'm sure he'll send Wait, the he'll, super chat is his name? Yeah. Well, let's hope he sends a message. So yeah, we know send what he a message and we'll read it. You probably um, messed up. I've done that. <laughs> Whatever Francisco says next, we will count as his super chat. I will read his next yep. comment no matter yep. what. Shane says nine more days till left field. Mm. That means he'll be at opening day. Yeah, that means you better beat Bleacher Jeff to that spot if you're going to try <laughs> yeah. and get better there. Better beat him. Better beat him. <laughs> better, better start lining up right now. Uh, hey, YouTube's the best way to watch us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page at CHGO Sports. Give us the like, the thumbs up, five-star reviews, all that. If you're doing the podcast thing, same thing there, whether it's Spotify or wherever. And by the way, opening day, as I mentioned, nine days away, we do officially have a bar set up for our pregame show. We're going to do a remote pregame show. More details on that tomorrow. See, I, oh, I was yeah. trying to it's called trying to transition that. Yeah, it's Shane's comment up. to you. So. That's right. It's coming up. Uh, so we do have a bar. It is in Wrigleyville. It's close to the ballpark. We'll see you there. Details tomorrow. Yada, yada, yada. So, okay. Francisco, That's what you call a tease. Francisco did have the, he oh, did next the comment. chat. It was Cubs fan in Milwaukee waiting for AmFam takeover. I don't think the Cubs play in Milwaukee till July, which actually would be a really good time for a takeover. It'll oh, be, it would be a good one. Tailgating, good say something nice about the Brewers. The tailgating scene there is awesome. Yeah. By the way, I can I can only call it Miller Park. Same. Yeah, sure. Or yeah, same. Wrigley North, whatever or you Wrigley want. North. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to, it's like calling the Sears Tower the Willis Tower. That's My favorite ridiculous. part about Miller Park is they have a big sign there that says like how much parking is, mm. but then there's one particular part of the sign that says that for Cubs games, it's the, the price is more. So that's my favorite part about Miller Park is that they openly admit that we take over their ballpark whenever we come there. Uh, everyone's in you the chat. You just hate to see it, honestly. You do. For a pro- poverty franchise like that, you just you absolutely hate to see it. Barbara said Javi days until opening day. Someone oh, said well, Randy Hunley cool. days away from opening day, but no one said Juan Pierre days away from oh, opening day. Oh, Juan Pierre. <laughs> Yeah, see, look at Rachel said less Cody, more Ryan, by the way. She said that to me on Instagram yesterday. Thank you, Rachel. And I told her that Great Britain's jerseys still suck. Uh, 
Oh, wow. Harsh, harsh. Remember when I caused an international incident <laughs> last right. year? Like, Cody's taking over the mantle this year. Yep. There, I mean, if we're there for that London game, they might stop eat customs comments like <laughs> <Stop> that. <laughs> you should buy, wear one of those jerseys so you look local flying in. Uh, that's a speaking good, that's of a World Baseball Classic, um, all right, I'm officially in. I'm, I'm the old head that's officially in. After last night's game. That was awesome. Last night's game was, was awesome. awesome. I, yeah. I will say this with an asterisk on the side. I'm in, but I actually don't care who wins. I'm in for the excitement. Mm-hmm. I'm in for okay. how into it the players are. I'm into it for how excited the fans are at the ballparks. Do I care if Canada beats Mexico? No. Do I? I guess I, I hope Team USA wins against Japan, but I, am I upset if they don't and Otani hits a home run to win it? Like, no, I just want to see a, a good baseball game. So I guess I'm more, or more fan of exciting baseball, and I will admit that it's better than any Cactus League. Absolutely. Anything that, it's better than anything that Cactus League could do. That, that's for sure. I, I'll definitely give it that, that it's definitely better than any spring training game we've ever watched. Yeah, no, so. It's been fun seeing like how other countries really get behind those teams and really support them. And yeah. like I know for Americans, like Team USA wins, it's just like, what that whatever, but uh, like seeing how much it means to the players and like other countries, that's mm-hmm. been the coolest part of like Randy Rosarino was like a great example of that as like a, oh, as man, a player was who was excited. He made that huge catch last night just to rob a home run from someone on Japan, and then like when he made it, he just had the biggest like I'm him moment <laughs> uh, ever, and um, yeah, I mean, and then the yeah. crowd reaction, then him like reacting to the crowd. I will say it's not something that you see a lot in the majors. Yeah, he signed so, autographs like mid. Yeah, and he was signing change. Yeah. He was signing autographs yeah. like in the middle innings. Like it, it was cool. I, I'll, I'll give it that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I said yesterday I was like I'd love to see Japan and in Team USA because I, I want to see Otani pitch against Trout. I would love to see that. I don't know if Otani may not pitch, but. For not. for the sake of growing the game, if it's a close game, he's going to pitch. For the sake of growing, he won't start. Close. He'll pitch. He's, I think no. he's going to close. We'll see. That would be sick. Yeah. That would be very I, cool. I just I just want to see him face Trout once. I, be, I think that's what everyone wants yeah. to see. At, yes. at, at the very least, like for anyone who doesn't care who actually wins the game, we, I think we all at least want to see Otani well, versus Trout, and yeah. we could see it for you know. We could, when he's on the Cubs, we could see him pitching against Trout too. So. That's true. Yeah, and that's uh, also that Sasaki guy. I can't wait for him to help the Cubs win the World Series in like 2027. <laughs> can't wait <laughs> with Suzuki he, and Otani on was, the team. He was awesome, man. Those 102 he, miles per hour to strike out Randy Rosarino was leading off the game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, he was electric those first couple yeah. innings, and then uh, Luis Urias uh, hit a three-run bomb off him. Um, Get to Luis dude, Urias later. Dude's got the, that pitcher. I can't say his first name, but he's going to be he's going to be something, man. Whenever he gets the chance to come to America, he's going to be something. It was a awesome game yesterday. Devastating end <laughs> for the Mexican team. Um, R.I.P. They would have won if uh, the Aspen would have pitched. Uh, yeah, if the Aspen <laughs> would have pitched, and they, they wouldn't have used the Cardinals pitcher that's to, right. to close the game. I mean, that's, that's what, what you get. Uh, that's what Gallegos you get. In. That's honestly what you get. I'm sorry, but but then mm-hmm. I've, I've seen the take, and it's actually very valid that you know Mexico is not traditionally like a baseball power or anything like that like it, it, soccer is the biggest sport there like for yeah. sure like whereas like the dominican puerto rico even venezuela like very a lot of very good players come from those countries and i mean the mexican team there's a lot of players that aren't 
naturally born Mexican players. Like they, the, that's kind of a lot of the WBC teams. They were allowed like if you had family members, like I think it was your parents or whatever it was, were born there. Like they like you were able to do that. Um, so like Randy Rosarena was like uh, he defected Cuban. from Cuba mm-hmm. and then established residency in Mexico. So he was able to play on that team. But regardless, now you saw how awesome that team performed all world baseball classic any young mexican kids that tuned in like that's a whole generation of kids that like yo baseball is pretty cool like we haven't grown up playing baseball because soccer is so huge mm-hmm. now guys like randy rosarena luis arias like all these guys who are awesome like that that's we talk about growing the game especially in a country like mexico that isn't traditionally a baseball country you're just showing them how awesome this sport is and it's a whole hopefully a whole generation of young fans that want to play baseball now like not that right. they're you know ever going to give up soccer soccer is probably going to be the number one sport in that country forever but now you have a lot of people that are also going to really like baseball because team mexico performed so well on a world stage i think that this i've seen the i think it was john paul morosi i actually threw through the tweet in our uh, slack earlier that um, that's like an inflection point for for baseball, for international baseball, as far as like this world baseball classic itself, because what was it? Um, he said, John Morosi, one Spanish journalist covering the WBC told me, esto es como el mundial, means this is like the World Cup. In Spain, this is not casual praise. Yeah, Spain is soccer. Is yeah, crazed. But to say, to compare it to the, the World Cup is like, that's the atmosphere you get, you get from that game and from that tournament. And it's not even close to the World Cup, in my opinion, because the World Cup has such a head start on it. But this shows you that it has that kind of potential to be that that tournament, that stage where the world pays attention to it. Yeah, you make a great point. Like, World Cup's got a great start. This is way bigger than, first of all, it's way bigger than Olympic baseball. The reaction to it is way bigger than Olympic baseball, which is interesting. I'm not sure why, but it is. I think it's because the Olympics didn't let pros play like pros didn't play in they the have Olympic. they have once right once or twice i don't i don't believe not that i remember it just tennis and it was also olympic in the middle of the season obviously i don't i don't know if sure. but even olympic tennis nobody has nobody cares about olympic tennis <laughs> who won the gold medal? i have no idea who won the gold medal but I, you know you watch wimbledon or whatever but i don't know i think it's great for the sport and it's interesting because you you mentioned all the international kids that are getting involved in this and the fans that are getting into it that's true Mm -hmm. but what i find fascinating is maybe it's changing some minds of america stuck up american baseball fans like me right like i just went i was like yeah whatever you know yeah and it wasn't because i did i I just didn't care like to me it was like a cactus league game but when they suck you in with the emotion of the game and you see how good they are and that the players are buying in, that's like what you want from an NBA All-Star game. That's yes. what you wish you could see at an NBA All-Star game right. or a Pro Bowl in the NFL. You're not going to get it here. But look at what the way the American players even reacted. Yeah. Those are the guys I'm surprised are having that reaction, which is the toughest job Mark DeRosa probably had. That's why he went to Coach K and was like, how do I get these guys to buy into this? Because mm-hmm. you know the players in Venezuela are dying to play in this. The Mexican players were like amped to play in this. You see Mike Trout. I've never seen Mike Trout smile. <laughs> Mike Trout was jumping around like a little kid. And all of a sudden, Major League Baseball, reluctantly, probably a little bit on their own, despite the fact that Edwin Diaz got hurt, and so there's been some other injuries, 
they were able to advertise on national TV worldwide where like 60 million people were watching some of these games. They were able to advertise Mike Trout and mm-hmm. Shohei Otani. Yeah. Two this- guys that are a little more difficult to, to for Major League Baseball to promote, they did it on an international yeah, stage. Yeah, and this is something we've talked about, how baseball struggles to promote its own stars, right? The teams, the teams are the teams of the brand, the star that you can't promote. It's harder to promote the baseball players for MLB than it is like the NFL to promote a quarterback or basketball players to be promoted in general. This is a way to do it. You're not promoting your own teams, but you're promoting guys like Mike Trout or Mookie Betts or Randy Arrows, like whoever it is, Otani. And the other thing that kind of just popped into my head that I hadn't thought about before is now, and I'm going to go back to the Mexico team again, again, a country that probably a lot fewer baseball fans in that country than some of these other countries. But you see a guy like Javier Assad, you know, mm-hmm. born in Mexico. He's from Mexico, pitched very well on a, go- on a global stage. Then you might have, you know, some Mexican fans, some young Mexican fans saying like, like, I want to know more about that guy. Comes in, sees that he's a, uh, you know, he plays for the Cubs, right? They might pay attention to the Cubs a little bit more. All of a sudden, you get more Cubs fans. Yeah. And the same with other teams, right? So, like, when we talk about wanting to not just grow the, gla- the game globally, but also MLB wants to grow itself globally, like, that's another way to do it. It's like, now you got players, even though they're not being promoted on, like, teams specifically, people that want to learn more about these guys that play for their country, maybe, maybe they start following those teams a little bit more. Like, that's... You know, a long, you know, that obviously remains to be seen, and that may be a long, you know, kind of domino effect of it, but it's possible. And that's kind of what MLB has to do, right? Take these kind of chances that to grow the game because they haven't done it as well as, you know, some of these other sports have. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I'm kind of like Luke in terms of my process and watching this. Like, I haven't really cared that much, but last night's game was awesome. It was the first game that I sat down and, like really tried to like I guess get into it like everyone keeps talking about and yeah I mean it, I never thought people didn't care it, it was it was never that it was just more of like how am I going to get into this my country's not playing in this in terms of like my ethnicity and then also like okay Team USA is full of a bunch of players that aren't on the team that I like in right. Major League Baseball so how, how do I get into this? And it definitely was the fan emotion and like, and the players showing how much they cared. I think if there's anything that I'll take away from it for like future world big baseball classics down the road is that at least I realized that a lot of people really genuinely cared about it. And um, now we're set up for like the one of the best games that we might see in the entire year for wow. baseball in general. I don't know how you match the last couple games of the World Baseball Classic. I don't know how they're going to match the type of finish they've had for these last two games. Fernando's saying what I mentioned uh, last week that I read, Japan and Korea, 62 million people watching on TV. That's more than any World Series game. And that shows that's how you're trying to draw the Major League game over to an international market. And how could you not watch tonight? Yeah, I don't know. You know know what I'm saying? Like, How could you watch, even if you only saw the clip of... Otani crossing the plate last night and people going crazy in the crowd and them blowing a one-run lead in the ninth inning. If you watch that, how could you sit there to, to yourself and say, yeah, I'm good. You know what, I'd rather... They should just play Cactus League. Right. We don't need that anymore. Like, <laughs> there's no way you could see that enthusiasm and be like, yeah, they, sh- they should stop playing this because guys get hurt every once in a while. Right. Like, stop with that narrative. Like, st- I hate that narrative. 
they're going to get hurt anyways. You don't need Otani pitching nine innings today. But if Ot- they've already said Otani's good to pitch for one inning if they need him. Okay. If they need him, he's going to if it's a close game and they need him, Otani's pitching. Yeah. I'm also and, curious what happened with Darvish. Wasn't he supposed to start? Darvish today? is supposed to be available. I thought he was supposed to start. Like that was the thing. I don't know if he's starting or not. Close enough to know. But well, I read I read that Otani and Darvish uh, because of where they are amping up for the season, they were not their top Japan's top two pitchers necessarily. The other guys were ahead of their the actual Japan the players that are playing in Japan mm-hmm. were ahead of that progress in ramping up for a season. So Darvish and Otani maybe aren't their top two pitchers, even though they might be the most talented of that group, you know. So anyways, uh, I'll be watching tonight. Big question, Mike Dubs asks. Shout out Mike Dubs, forty three days. The big question needs to be asked, will Cody root for Goldschmidt and Arenado for Mm. one night? And the answer is, no, I will not. (laughs) I refuse. He'll root for future Cubs, Shohei Otani, and (laughs) Team USA, despite the two Cardinals. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have have walked back my thoughts on, like, how much people should care about the World Baseball Classic, in in a sense. But I will never, ever root for a Cardinals player, ever. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. A current Cardinals player. A current player. Cardinals player. I will, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. I know people aren't going to like that. I know my friend Joe from Obvious Shirts thinks it's a bad take. I don't care. So it's Cubs over America. Cubs over America. I'm <laughs> it's Cubs over America. I'm, I'm, over. I'm, I'm, he doesn't I'm fly sorry. the American flag. I'm he sorry. flies the Cubs flag. I, I, like I, I understand Dubs. that it like doesn't look great. I, I just I'm sorry I can't I don't care. What about you, Kyle? Would I uh, root for? Are you in? Go- are you in the same boat as Cody? Or no, I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, no one hates the Cardinals. My hatred for the Card. I don't have much hatred for the Cardinals, <laughs> and so I'll, I'll root for Goldsmith and um, Arenado. But, but like to me, I always look at it's sports over everything. To me, I, I'm really a sports fan at heart, and it's a good way to be. Honestly, it really like I just then you don't get hurt like I do. <laughs> But (laughs) yeah, but no, I will definitely be rooting them on tonight, watching the game, Mm -hmm. and yeah. I'm not saying that like like Shane says. I do love me some Nolan and and Pauly, even though they're cards. Yeah, they're great players, and they deserve to be there, and they deserve to like you know if they win, I'll give them credit. If like they if they if Paul Goldschmidt hit and Nolan Arenado both hit a homer tonight, I'll give them credit for like helping them win. But as a fan. I'm not. I'm not gonna. No. I hope you, Team USA wins and they go 0 for 8. I'm that, that's 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 what I hope happens. <laughs> well, in honesty, you hope they twist their ankle at least, so they miss. A I'm week. not. I, I don't. I don't cheer for honest, Cody. You hope they twist their ankle. Maybe don't break it, but you're hoping a sprained ankle. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that does benefit the Cubs beginning of the year. So, but I, I, I ain't root for. Inter- I'm not rooting for injury, man. I'm not doing no, that. But a sprained ankle. See, Fernando, one of my favorite no. counters, super chat. He says, I stand with Cody. The commitment runs deep. Cubs for life. See? It's just different here, baby. <laughs> it's different here. <laughs> uh, you, right. you know where else it's different? Goose Island, folks. Ooh. Goose Island ah, Beer Company. Different. Official beer of CHGO. And Chicago's beer since 1988. Great beer roster. Blackhawks Pale Ale. Limited release. Uh, the Goose Pub has been open in the UC for about 10 years now. Tap room, pregame destination for Blackhawks fans and Bulls fans. Lots of charity work going on. There's the Bulls 312, uh, Bourbon County Stout. You've got Christmas IPA, Beer Hug, Green Line, Matilda. 
uh, I noticed uh, our boss, Kevin Kaduck, posted uh, in one of our Slack channels advice the other day. He said, hey, get over to your local Mariano's. Ooh. They had a deal going with 15 packs wow. of the uh, No Plans Pale Ale, 15 packs for seven ninety nine. You bought two of them. It knocked it down to five ninety nine. It's an insane. So you deal. could you could get thirty, no plan, pale ales for five ninety nine. That's that's a vibe. That's how you win. That's a vibe. That is a vibe, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can bet there's going to be Goose Island where we're celebrating opening day, guaranteed. Goose Island's two locations open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room, eighteen hundred West Fulton, or Get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House. That's 1800 North Clyburn. Clybourne uh, for reservations and pickup. Go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company. Something that is also a vibe, Cody, Roman. And your friend, we'll call him Yachty. Is that something he uses? <laughs> well, he... He does. We all do, though. And like Luke mentioned, you know, how we're going to have our pregame party at, at a bar in Wrigleyville. And fun fact, just a little tease. I fell in love at that bar one, one time a few years ago. Thank God I had Roman. Uh, like it, it made everything so much better. A lot of guys want want a better sex life, but up to 50 percent of men have symptoms that get in the way of wanting or enjoying sex. Do you want a better sex life? If so, you're, you're not alone, guys. <laughs> But Roman is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times times longer in bed. Bang, bang, baby. Uh, (laughs) And men with... (laughs) Take a pause for a second. Every every time he says the E word, can we honk the Goose Island? Island I I can't help it, man. I can't help it. (laughs) And men with low T, getting uh, testosterone levels back to normal can help increase that big word I can't read. Say it. Libido? No. Libido. Libido. Thank you. Come on, it's, it's... it's six letters. It's the word that I never can pronounce correctly. Hey, Brian, Roman cheers. offers a testosterone test, and if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low testosterone. No waiting rooms, no hassle, straightforward digital experience from the comfort of home. If, med- if medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly to your door. Everything arrives in discreet packaging with a free two-day shipping. Roman. Like I said, great stuff. That, yeah. that read was not as stiff as the last time you did it. <laughs> nice. But I'm... Uh, Doug says uh, my ad read sounds a little wooden. Yeah, what kind <laughs> of wipes are those? You'll you'll get the you'll get libido. You'll get the word down for the next one. I hope libido. Third time to practice time. it before the show. Yeah, got to practice. He's gonna say it in the in the in the mirrors. Libido. <laughs> libido. <laughs> libido. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is the stay Roman ready. Thanks, Mike Dobbs. Forty three days. Forty three days, baby. Forty three days of Mike Dobbs. Hopefully by then I can still read the Roman ad correctly. Or begin reading it. Yeah, Barb says, still. don't use those in the dark. That's probably good advice. Drum roll. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Roman. Cody talking about condoms on the podcast. Put that on my bingo card. <laughs> CHGO Cubs bingo. <laughs> RWB team. All right. I would love to see his bingo card. <laughs> it's the moment you've all been waiting for. We continue our review of the Cubs versus the division, the National League Central at each position. We started at first base 
We put the Cubs comfortably at third, I believe, and said, well, they could adjust somewhere in between there. Now, today we do second baseman. National League Central second baseman. Who would be at the top? Of course, nobody else other than one Nico Horner. Yeah, I think we agree Absolutely. on that one. I mean, there's, I don't see how you could not put just, – just base it on war alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm using baseball reference. Oh. Sorry for those of you that go uh, to Fangraphs or F4. And don't let Corey hear that. <laughs> Nico Horner, clearly the class of the division at second base. Moving over from shortstop, Dansby Swanson comes. That's why we feel like we have the best up-the-middle defense in the division, maybe in the National League, maybe in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. So defensively, we know it's great. But the offensive numbers aren't bad either. One thing you see about second base here is almost actually every guy in the division that we have on here for the starting second baseman going into the season, mm-hmm. they all were hurt last year. Everybody mm-hmm. had an injury that made oh, yeah. them miss some time last season. So... Cardinals fans may want to say Brennan Donovan should be the guy with a 4.2 war versus the 4.4 war. Almost the same batting average, less home runs. He did win the gold glove, the first since Arenado, right, Kyle? Yeah, Arenado in 2013. In the National League. First rookie to win one. First rookie. Brendan Donovan's a good player. Do I think he's better than Nico Horner? No, I do not. Uh, well, uh, this is the first time that our rankings and Dell metrics rank the same at the top. But th- then we get down to number two at Brennan Donovan, and I'm like, eh, nah, that, at least Dell metrics doesn't like it. Where does Dell metrics put him? Dead last, baby. Oh, that's <laughs> Dell metrics. You start with Donovan, you work yeah, your way up. Yeah, yeah, you got to make your way up. Got to make your way up. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, make, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. That's, everybody- how, that, that's how Dell metrics works, man. It's, it's all about vibes. And this guy, no, don't got it. We're, we're CHGO diehard homers. But so we understand that it's it was obviously going to be Horner and then Donovan, but I actually think that's right. Oh, really? Yeah, I I, I think it should yeah. be Nico Horner number one mm-hmm. and Brendan Donovan number two. Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree too. And and again, they don't put they won't put Dell metrics and fan graphs, so we can't take it that seriously. So uh, yeah, Brendan Donovan, I like I think he's I think two. Of, between Horner and Donovan, I think they're the top two second basemen. Yeah. I'll, I'll go a step further, Ryan, though. I think Horner will win the gold glove this year, not Donovan. I think he's got a shot. I think... Um, Definitely has a really good shot. That's I think, yeah, the fact that we know how good he played shortstop last mm-hmm. year. I mean, he's a gold glove finalist in the past second base. Like, that's not a surprise if he's... It's not a surprise if he's a finalist again. Um, I think he can win it. And I think a part of that is just the pitchers they have on the roster are going to get a lot of ground balls. So he will probably have a lot of opportunities to kind of show off what he can do, his range, his arm. You know, if he's, if he's getting one up the middle, the arm throwing back to first base and whatever. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities to show off what he could do at second base. Uh, but, I mean, we know what he, could, what he could do at second base. So it's not like we're just kind of going going in here blind. I think we that that if you're ranking him first, I think it's because we've seen him do it before. And... I don't think he's so far ahead of Brennan Donovan at all. I think Brennan Donovan is actually really close. And honestly, Luis Urias isn't that far either. I think he's a pretty good player himself. Um, but I think if you're going to go number one, it's it's Nico. Yeah. Now, I, between Urias and Jonathan India, um, obviously India was hurt last year a lot. They all um, were, though. That's what I'm saying. But he like, was the one who was, was hurt rookie. the most. He was a yeah. rookie of the year. 
His 2021 season was really good for the Reds. I think there's a higher ceiling for India than Urias. Um, But again, like yesterday, if uh, we're talking about what have you done for me lately, I think Urias belongs there third. With India, well, Urias, it, Urias, I was going to say Kyle has has the power to jump all those guys potentially. Like he's the one guy with the big big bat, right? 119 games, he still hit 16 home runs. Yeah. You put a full season together, he's he's obviously a 20 plus home run guy potentially. No, I think there is potential there for him to be that impact power bat. And with India, but with India, we saw him hit 21 as a rookie, and then only I believe 10 last year. Yeah, and so it's just a matter of figuring out what is his ceiling it's a power hitter and I know before last season he bulked up he tried to get those power numbers and tried to attain it that way by putting on a lot of weight but it caused him to deal with nagging hamstring injuries so this is a big year for him in terms of proving what type of hitter he is is he more like the contact oriented guy who can hit for power is more of that just pure power yeah when we looked at first base on yesterday's podcast I said, listen, it was Goldschmidt and a bunch of guys. And, and, and it was really a bunch of veteran guys yeah. that really could have moved back and forth. Second base has a more competitive feel around the division. So. Younger. When I look at the second baseman in the NL Central, I think they stack up against a lot of other divisions. Yeah. Because you have, you have a lot of young guys. What, everybody's 25 or younger? Yep. Yes. 26. Yeah. India's 26. 26. Yeah, I think, and I don't. When I looked at it the first time, and I, I, I know we haven't gotten through mo- pretty much all the rest of the positions, but it felt, it feels the deepest on like kind of first glances mm-hmm. across the division. Um, I don't think they have the star power that some of the other division, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The other position groups yeah. in the division have, uh, especially like as far as being top heavy goes. Um, but I think when you look at it and, at least four of those are solid everyday short, uh, second baseman, and if not five, I, I don't remember off the top of my head exactly how Rodolfo Castro has done. But he was on pace for twenty-five home runs last year. Okay, so you know he only played half a season, yeah, yeah and still hit eleven. Who, who was the? There wasn't a Newman, was there? Yeah. Second baseman, they tra- yeah, they so, traded yeah, Kevin so, Newman. So, but then if they, st- you know, that's if they still had him, like that's five <laughs> solid second basemen across the division. So, um, but I think, and I also. Um, had just noticed this Fangraphs actually did their second base rankings earlier. Um, and they said that uh, one of their top prospects, the Brewers, Bryce Terang is, I think that's how you say it, uh, is nearing his big league debut, which should move Luis Urias over to third base. Ah, interesting. So that, that could be another switch. I was going to say, I thought Urias played a little third. He played a lot of third the last yeah, couple of years. Because um, they had Colton Wong. That's the thing with a lot of, aside from India and Horner, is, the versatility, even Brendan Donovan moves all over the place. So that can play some short as we saw. Absolutely. They're all versatile players. So it's interesting to see how they progress this season, Mm -hmm. both offensively and defensively, especially with the new shift rules and uh, their range being on full display this year. Yeah. Castro for the pirates is still competing for the starting job. He said he really wants the job, but there are other guys. So that's the reason I thought we should go with Castro fifth is he, he's the, Number one, he's the least proven, but number two, we don't even know if he's necessarily going to be their everyday second baseman. The other guys can move around, and I do think this is this is the position where you put the asterisk. You say, how do the Cubs get back to being competitive in the division? Last year, we did this these shows, and we predicted each position, and the Cubs were pretty much 
third in almost every position, right? We're like, well, this should be a, a glaring example of why we'd think the Cubs are not going to be first or second in the division because at every position, they're not first or second. The Cubs have found a way mm-hmm. to take themselves from, I don't know where they were, where the rankings were last year, but it would have been Madrigal would have been our guy starting at second base most yeah. likely. And now by, by getting Dansby Swanson, adding another good player, which we said, hey, just add good players, right? Mm-hmm. They added a good player that allowed them to move Nico over. Nico now goes from the Cubs being maybe fourth or fifth at second base all the way to what we believe is the best team in the division at second base. That's a position they got better at. They've got to do that all the way around. We'll see as we go through our evaluations of each position, where have the Cubs been able to move up? They did move up also at first base. They just haven't moved all the way to the top, right? We know that Mancini, Hosmer, Mervis should be better than what Frank Schwindel and Alfonso Rivas were last year. They've improved. Now, have they climbed up the ranks of the division? That remains to be seen. I guarantee you the Cubs have climbed up the ranks of the division at second base. Fair? No, that's fair. I mean, when you we saw what Horner could do at second base in the pandemic shortened season in 2020, I believe. And he ha- he is the sec- best second baseman in this division. I agree with that ranking. And when you have a player of his caliber who can also chip in at shortstop mm-hmm. and you upgrade at shortstop with Dansby Swanson. Now you're better at two positions just by virtue of adding Dansby. And you just have to continue adding good players across the board. Even with the platoon, when, once they add in Mervis, that's still better than the Swindy City and mm. and that whole debacle that was first base last year. And so you, I agree with you, Luke, in that just add good players. It's, it's simple, yeah. but... Sometimes just adding good players and worrying about the fit and everything later is yep. the best route to go. Which is why we said add two shortstops. <laughs> Didn't work out that, that way. That was the pipe dream, but they now have two shortstops. <laughs> it was a good dream. Not, yeah. Uh, RWB had a good comment. He says he believes the best defender is Nico, best offensive player at second base, Urias, and then best overall, India. Well, that remains to be, if India can bounce back yeah. and play like he did as a rookie, maybe. He's going to definitely be the big part of, like, the Reds' offense if they score any runs. Like, everyone obviously knows Votto, but he's 39-ing. Like, I mean, we sat here yesterday and we're like, eh, we don't know. But if he's, like, he's young and someone who really opened my eyes whenever watching him in his rookie season and when they would play the Cubs. He he killed the Cubs he was, many times. He was really, really good. And so, yeah. yeah, so last year – I know they the Reds certainly hope like last year is like the fluke year for him. Yeah. Whatever injuries or whatever yeah. whatever it was that was affecting him most, I'm sure the Reds believe that it's he's very very few good players on the Reds right now. But he is number one. In well, my yeah, as I'm saying, like, he he very easily yeah. could so be, I, just based a, on what he did two years ago. Yeah. So in a way, I somewhat agree. I it's to define overall. It's like well, okay. Nico, good defender, has 10 to 15 home run potential. Uh, but so when you look at the offense for Nico, is it at the level of Urias or or India? Probably not right now, at least as we sit here. That's big of me to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. That is it big is. of you to say. It is big of me to say. I, I, if you know, Del Metric says he's the best player overall in, in the in the, in the the division. Number one player in the division. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, with Dansby, of course, number one, number two. 
it is just interesting to look at first base was all the veterans. Second base is like the next wave of good players coming through baseball, right? Like mm-hmm. you see that the good players at second base now shortstop when we do that, uh, I believe tomorrow will be like a, it's kind of a mix. And, and there's some good players at shortstop in the division too. You don't see the division isn't full of teams that you think can win the world series, but there are good players in the division to watch. So that's something uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on. We'll also be keeping an eye on the new bright lights at Wrigley Field. Let me tell you. ComEd Energy Efficiency Program committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than ever before. Visit comed.com slash powering biz right now to start saving money and energy. To start a project, contact them at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, you can also email Business EE at comment.com or public sector EE at comment.com. And if you want to go check out the lights at Wrigley and you know, mm. you can see them from outside the stadium, but yeah. if you want to be right in there looking, looking them dead and right in the eyes, you should buy your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? The 50 yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Cubs tickets. Opening day was, we say, nine days away. Yeah, Juan Pierre's days days away. It's coming. Avi buy his days. And if you want to go join Corey opening day, you know, maybe get a hot dog, see how he does it. Come to the CSU Cubs Corey's going to get a hot dog? After after the pregame. If you want to go to the game, you should buy your tickets at Game Time. Uh, game time is created by the fans for the fans. It guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Nine days till opening day. We need at least nine more likes before the end of the show. At least. At least nine. Nine. We're just, we're not, we're not asking. We're begging. Nine more (laughs) likes. Nine more likes, please. Um... (laughs) Barb's already starting to send uh, guys down to the uh, Iowa. Anyways, I got a little segment special here for you. This is uh, something I used to do before. Uh, I was putting it in there, and then I was reminded on Twitter, which was even funnier because we were both thinking the same thing, a, a former coworker. The lineup for Lollapalooza is out, 2023 Lollapalooza. I know that's big for you guys. It started when I was a kid. It's still going, Lollapalooza, Chicago. I've got a list of names. I'm so out of the music scene. And I want to know, is this person a Lollapalooza artist in 2023? Or are they one of the Cubs' top 50 prospects? (laughs) Play along at home, if you will. The first name is Timmy Trumpet. That's easy. I'm starting simple for you guys. Timmy Trumpet. Is he playing at Lollapalooza this year? Timmy Trumpet will be at Lollapalooza. All right. There's a vibe. That's fun. That's yeah, too bad Edwin Diaz won't be there. Oh, ouch. See, now that was uncalled <laughs> uh, for. All right. I'm sorry. How about, <laughs> Rude. How about the name Ian Asher? Mm. 
Uh, Ian Asher. I say he'll, I, 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 I say that he's going to be at Lollapalooza. No, is think, he an artist or is he a Cubs prospect? Ian Ash. I think that's a Cubs prospect. It's not ringing. Hopefully, up. Brian Smith is not playing along because he would know all these. I think Lollapalooza. Maybe Lollapalooza. Okay, he's so got two Lollas, one prospect. He is an artist, a ah, SoCal musician guys. named Ian Asher will be performing at Lollapalooza. Your last name's Asher. I just feel like you're a singer. That's I'm assuming that I'm that's going to be on a smaller stage. I'm thinking Asher Roth. <laughs> yeah, I yeah the, college. Guy, the guy who's all right, the, all right. the college. Singer. How about Junior Mesa? Oh, Junior Cubs Mesa. Prospect. Yeah, that's a prospect. Cubs prospect. Yeah, that's prospect. We're all Cubs in prospect. on Cubs prospect. Junior Mesa is a singer. What? What? Yeah. That's See, I knew I, knew I had you on that one because I thought they're going to think. Junior Lake, Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's kind of what it sounds like a made-up name. Prospect name. That's Junior Mesa, Mesa. singer. I'm assuming he was just a creative player on MLB The Show <laughs> um, <laughs> that I misread. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Oh man. Next in line is Kenny Perez. Kenny Perez. K e n y i Perez. I don't want to get another one wrong. Ryan, should oh. I be saying? We're due Perez? for a Cubs prospect. You can say we're due for a Cubs prospect. I'll go Cubs prospect. I'm going to go Cubs prospect. Everybody's saying Cubs prospect? <laughs> Manifest. He is a Cubs pitcher, 21-year-old yes. free. Go. We got it. Right. We got it. You are correct. You got it. So now what are you, uh, two out of three? I'm, We're I'm, not counting Timmy Trump. That was a one for yeah, four. I, I okay, one Junior Mesa, one. everybody missed Junior Mesa. I am one for three. Uh, for three. All right. Austin Mead. Austin Mead. Is Austin Cubs Mead prospect. a Cubs prospect or I'll is go, Austin Mead an artist? I went Cubs prospect last time. I'll go artist this time. Lollapalooza Cat artist. Williams going artist. I'm going to go I'm going prospect. prospect. Austin Mead is an artist. What? A rock musician. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> His album, Black <laughs> Sheep, is really taking off. Oh. Yeah. Man, is it? You don't have, a, on Spotify, you don't have the Austin Mead songs? There's <laughs> a lot of prospects That's not in the there. playlist? Nah, brother. <laughs> So maybe the uh, Lollapalooza list isn't as good as we thought it was going to be. So far, Timmy Trump. Right, so I'm one for four. I'm All one right. for four. <laughs> Ryan's one for four. I'm... Riley Martin. Is Riley Martin a Lollapalooza artist or a Cubs prospect? Oh, that, that's Cubs a Cubs prospect. prospect. Yeah, a Cubs I prospect. recognize that. Definitely. That's not a Cubs, Cubs prospect. prospect. I'm rioting. It is. It is it also pitched in the Arizona Fall League. Correct. Okay, yep. Cubs prospect. Yeah, exactly. Left-handed pitch. knew that one. Cool. I Ten. thought it was 500. Oh, yeah. Ryan's trying to get back to 500, just like the Cubs two, this year. Two for five, I think, right now. Ken Carson. Cubs prospect. Ken Carson. Lollapalooza. Artist. Cubs prospect. Two artists and a prospect. Ken Carson, if he's a musician, which he is, what type of artist? Uh, uh, I don't know. He sings. R&B? <laughs> he sings. <laughs> yes, he is not the drummer. He's not a drummer. Ken Carson is a rapper. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, there you go. I said, wow. It doesn't sound like a rapper name. It does not. Ken Carson. No. That's no. a weird name. Feels like a guy I went to grade school with. Ken Carson. Hey, if I hear the name Ken Carson, I don't think isn't of a like rapper. A ben, isn't that Ben Carson? Isn't there a politician like, like Ben Carson yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. That's, what, that's the first Carson name I think show. of. All right. Pablo <laughs> Aliendo is the final one. Right Pablo, Pablo oh, yeah. Aliendo. That's a Cubs prospect. Cubs prospect. Catcher. Cody with the position even. All I right. I played enough MLB so the show to rankings? recognize that name. <laughs> mm-hmm. what were the, I gave you Timmy Trumpet, so if you want to count that one, feel free. One. No, we'll go. I got, I was four for seven. Finished above <laughs> one. 500. One, two, three, you guys four. Beat me. I got four. 
five. I think I got five. I think you guys both got at least I five. Didn't yeah, I think see. I was, I was going to look I for the headliners. I didn't get Austin Heed or Mead. And I, I didn't know get Kendrick Lamar is headlining. Kendrick Lamar. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. That's uh, going to be good. I don't Ode- know who. Odessa. Who's Odessa? Ode- that's an EDM artist. Yeah. He'll be yeah. at Perry's. Ooh. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> when you get the, you Lana get Del Rey stuff cool. out and you just go with stand and vibe and... Carol G. Listen to the DJ. Carol That's basically G. What it is. <laughs> the 1975 and tomorrow. Ooh, the X 1975. Together. I know my friend Corey Freeman likes the 1975. I've That's where he took him. my friend Kate to, on a date once. Wait. He's <laughs> shout out to blowing up him on black. Personal life. <laughs> just yeah, giving away details left and right. Have you guys ever been to Lollapalooza? I have. I have. I have. How, how'd you like it? I used to go. Um, I used to go in high school. I haven't been in a while, but mm. I like it. It's um, it's just like I've heard you make it's, it's, I would say expensive like it's and too pro- hard to get to. It's too expensive, and out of all the festivals in the entire country, it's probably the worst. Just based Ooh. on like safety, the demographic. Pusha T is going to be there. Chicago. Diplo? Yeah, it's, it's dirty. Diplo and Yachty? Yeah. Let me see if I can find Carly it. Carly Rae Jepsen. I went once. I just okay? know Call Me Maybe by And her. I yeah. went. Joey Badass. Chuck Garfine, oh. Ryan McGuffey, and I went to Foo Fighters at Lollapalooza like maybe 10 years ago. And it was the year that an absolute monsoon hit during the concert. First of all, I walked in. I'd never been to Lollapalooza. I was at least 40, probably. I was probably 40 at the time. That's already like, yeah. I'm a, way above the age. Yeah, but it was Lollapalooza, yeah. and it was the Foo Fighters who were an original act at the original Lollapalooza. So there, were, there was an older crowd there just to see Foo Fighters. Yeah. And when I walked in, I saw... The first thing I saw was a girl doing drugs off her boyfriend's arm. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> sounds well, like love. That's okay. The thing. That's this is mean. Like it's Alpine like, Valley. Yeah. Well, then the you also get, you also get like how they have it gated off and you got people just like breaking through the gate. I'm like, you guys are insane, man. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's like, that. it's a lot of underage kids there, which is like, if I feel like if you're over that. 21, that's like your cutoff of like, maybe you probably shouldn't be around a bunch of 17 year olds yeah. that are off of drugs running yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't at the, old. they weren't at the Foo Fighters concert anymore. <laughs> it probably won't be at the uh, I, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I either. have never gone. I never really thought of wanting to go. It just doesn't seem like, fun, like being well, around. If there's a good it was lineup. the best concert I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, oh, like really. if there's a good lineup, not even and close. You or even see a good person, act, yeah. yeah. Because it was the Foo Fighters, and because Foo Fighters two songs cool. in, this black wall cloud just came from like the west, and you could see it coming. You were everybody was like, oh man, and you were already standing in mud because it had rained the day before. I'm trying to find the photo. And what, what year was that? Uh, it was like 10 years ago. And a, a monsoon lets loose as Dave Grohl starts doing My Hero, one of their big songs. And it, it, like, you hear this booming thunder, and you could hardly see the stage. And it just poured, and they kept playing through it. And it was just like, it was epic. Absolutely epic. By the time you got home, I got to my house, had to get out a, a garden hose, and we had to hose, <laughs> take the hose just to get the mud off your clothes. Th- sh- shoes were destroyed. Um, and the next day, um, I got a picture off the, I can't find it. I'll tweet it out if I can find it. It's a picture of Dave Grohl from the side stage, Ooh. and you see this rain coming down, and you're like, that is the greatest rock photo ever taken. <laughs> Trust me. Dave Grohl is awesome. Dave Grohl is big, awesome. I like the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I like them too. My favorite part of Lollapalooza is when you're downtown and you just see everybody wearing some type of throwback jersey mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. 
a current jersey. That's typical attire. And that's how you know it's Lollapalooza. One one time I forgot about Lollapalooza and I'm downtown walking around and notice all of these jerseys. Jason Kidd, Suns jerseys, mm. Bears jerseys. And I'm your wondering Vince, what's Vince going on. Carter forward. Raptors probably. Yeah. That's a, that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering what's going on. And then I someone said, oh, it's Lollapalooza time. I said, makes sense. It makes a lot of <laughs> sense. It's either Lollapalooza sense. or like a, a, a darty at a college campus. <laughs> like that's, what's what's the other that's concert the kids all go to now? Country Thunder? The kids? No, not Country Thunder. That's one of them. In Chicago? No, it's not in Chicago. Oh. Coachella? Coachella. Coachella. Yeah, oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, I don't know. There's, that there's, doesn't exist without Lollapalooza. There's big ones everywhere. There's, yeah, I would say like Lollapalooza is, it's, I think it's super cool that Chicago does not in general, but there's like, there's definitely better ones out there that are more like 18 and up crowds. So it's a lot more tamed. It's not just a bunch of children like literally running around the city like yeah it's, yeah it's a lot more yeah, just tamed Ken, Foo fighters meh what is wrong with you ken i'll just ignore that comment <laughs> fernando says he saw eminem i would have eminem is one that maybe would have drawn me back because i've never seen eminem and i yeah. think it'd just kind of be a fun concert or outcast outcast, outcast would be cool. outcast. outcast. i'd be yeah. there for outcast definitely riot fest don't know riot fest riot fest, riot is, fest is, fun. is a big one yeah that's fun yeah, I've been uh, looking at game time like every single day for Morgan Wallen playing at Wrigley. Man, I, you might be able to get. Uh, actually, I don't know. Can you get Lollapalooza tickets on game time? That'd be a good. Uh, I'd good thing so. to check. I would think I like so. Could, it says concerts, right? I, I feel like you could, right? So if you want to go to Lala, what about Lala versus Summerfest? I've never been to Summerfest, oh. but they oh, usually have go. pretty good acts up there. There you go. It's a yeah. lot cheaper. You can, you can get that. if you want to go to Lollapalooza and go there watch Red Hot Chili Peppers or whoever Look it is. That. Go on game time. Find this check shot. it what out. What a what a what a random ad I, I brought us into. Man, <laughs> that's a transition. There you go. Even I though mean, we didn't even fun. need to read a game time. It's also uh, a beautiful again. location. It is <laughs> very we, cool. It's in we, Grand Park, right? Should, you want to talk yeah. about? Should the, we uh, mention the Nazir Moulet yeah. news? I mean, that was uh, Cody's been fired up about this guy. Oh yeah, because there he did an interview with MLB Network last year, like before the draft, <laughs> and he was a vibe. He's uh, the Cubs Shohei Otani. He's the Cubs before version of Shohei Otani. Yeah. Like, hopefully. Like, that's what you hope. Well, he's going to have Tommy John now, so yeah. I don't know. But before this, I mean, the kid was like, he's coming out of high school, so he was 18, so it's not like we would have seen him for at least three or four oh, years Dustin's anyway. talking about Bonnaroo. Oh, Bonnaroo, yeah. That's yeah, good. Bonnaroo's I've really heard about it. One. It's in, like, Tennessee, right? We have moved on. Um. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm, it sucks. Uh, only because it slows his development. Now he's not going to do anything for a year. Then when he comes back, we'll see. Hopefully the Cubs decide on, uh, you know, what they are going to let him do. Because I, I, for now, they were letting him be a two-way player. Yeah, right. And Which, so with this, with the Tommy John, now it's like, okay, what, are you going to gonna put some restriction on him when he comes right. back? And I personally hope not. Because if the Cubs can develop their own Shohei Otani, then I never want to hear any kind of slander about Cubs scouting and player development ever again. <laughs> I, 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 I had that thought myself um, because, you know, two-way player, Tommy John, whatever. Um, and I think the idea is that the Cubs may see him at this point with more upside pitching-wise. Yeah, they definitely and do. And I think he, he reaches triple digits, I think, was, the, was what I remember reading. It's um, enough to interest me. Yeah, yeah. But they were allowing him to continue to kind of do both, and he still uh, hasn't made his like pro debut. So that's obviously a disappointing outcome of this. 
Um, but I have also seen the point made that like he's gonna it's gonna take a while for him to before he can pitch and you know comfortably and, and go full go. He's gonna be able to hit a lot sooner than that. Like we saw that with uh, Amaya. Like he was hitting at the end of last season. He was DHing. He couldn't. He wasn't catching anymore. I mean, he was still recovering from Tommy John, but they were letting him hit. So that's true. Do they let him come back earlier? Whatever, whatever has to be, you know, off season instructs, whatever, and just let him hit while he's still kind of going through that recovery to get back to the level he can pitch. He should be able to hit a few months before that. So maybe this isn't a, a time where, or maybe a silver lining to this whole thing that, you know, he's not going to be pitching for a while, but in in a, in shorter time he'll be back and able to hit. Let's really see what we have in him as a hitter before we obviously move him one way or the other. I think that's that's a silver lining and a po- not I mean it's not a positive that he had Tommy John surgery, but does the hitting catch up? Yeah, so that's that's that gives them a point in time where they can likely just solely focus on his offensive side of the of the game because I think he still wants to be a, a two-way player. Like if if he could be Otani, I think that's his goal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gives him time, it gives the Cubs time to just evaluate who he is as a as an offensive player when that's all really he can do at that point. I think that's like a it it's good also, scenario that comes out of this. It's also good that it's happening now. Like it's it's obviously like Ryan said, it's not good in general, but you you'd rather hear about it now than like two years down the road where he's already made his pro debut and he looks like this next top one hundred type guy and then Tommy John is a huge setback. So again, we weren't gonna see him for three, four years mm-hmm. anyway. Whatever. I just hope that the recovery goes well and he's still able to be a two-way player at, yeah. at the end of the day. And um, so the news was first reported by Megan Montemurro of the Tribune. Um, she also puts that uh, roughly 14-month rehab timeline sets sets up Moulet for a midseason return in 2024. So you got a you got a while till he's like kind of pitching and mm-hmm. you know back, really back to pitching. Yeah, if they let him hit though, like once like he's allowed to hit, like if they if they let him do that. I guess that would be very telling of like, yeah, we're still letting him yeah, like, where try they this see out. Him. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I think if they were to be solely on just him on, as a pitcher and that's it, I feel like they wouldn't even give him the opportunity. So if they do let him hit, uh, then I guess that's a good sign. But I could be completely wrong about that. I'm not right about everything, as <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> Don't let the facts Don't let get the in the f- way of a good story. Exactly. That's what I tell people facts. whenever they see my Dell metrics. uh stats about the top second baseman and first baseman in the NL Central. Dell metrics. Big game starts at 6 o'clock tonight. Barb says she's going to try and get the dishes done by 6 so she can watch. Get Shout the out dishes to Barb. done. That's Shout why you get a dishwasher. Job. I have one of those. Thank God. That's the worst chore is doing the washing dishes. dishes. I hate washing dishes. No wonder like Jose Quintana hurt his finger. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you believe that, I got some land in Florida to sell you. <laughs> I hate it. I hate doing the dishes and I hate doing laundry. Those yeah. are the two things just, I hate. He was just helping out with the silverware. <laughs> Sliced his hand open. Delmetrics are never wrong, says J- Dustin Allen. I agree. Thank you. Kyle, how long spring break? Week. Week. We, I go back to school next Tuesday. Man, wow. think of you to continue working break. during spring break. I mean, this is this is. I don't look at this, this as work. work. It's this not even work. Fine. Talking with you guys, talking with all of you guys again. That's why I like that. Lollapalooza or Cubs prospect. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. talking about vibes. 
Yeah, Metrics. Yeah, they, I just gave you on a, the horizon. Like you, you can take Dell Metrics to your friends at Northwestern and see what they think. Can there are there are a lot of base. There's a Tigers fan. One of my friends is a Tigers fan. One of my friends is a White Sox fan. Um, it's a lot of different people in different backgrounds. There, you really get to see each fan base goes through their own agony, and it's fun <laughs> to to hear it out. Yeah, I mean, most college kids. Some college kids are going down to Padre Island. Our guy Kyle comes here for the vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Makes so sense that was kind of what I was thinking in my head. I was like, man, you could have you could have gone down to like Cancun or something. No, he comes <laughs> no, here the because the vibes are, the vibes are here. already here. You know? Vibes are already. Yeah, what, vibes do need, are what do you need a beach for when you got naked man out on the, <laughs> That's uh, right. on the porch? <laughs> we got yeah, naked people naked, and man. we got vibes. Yeah, what do you need a beach for when you can just come hang out here? Thanks for checking oh, yeah. out the uh, CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. We're back 120 live on Wednesday with a special guest. Her name is Sierra Santos. We'll see you Wednesday. Awesome. Until then, fly the W. <laughs>